0: Up next is a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson from Believer City Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. To subscribe to the podcast, visit StreetLevelRadio.com and click on subscribe. Thanks for listening to Street Level Radio.
1: In our text, 1 Corinthians 5, Paul the Apostle now is dealing with this church in Corinth and the sexual immorality that had been found and actually embraced within that fellowship. We're picking it up today in verse 9. I wrote to you in my letter to have no company with sexual sinners, yet not at all meaning with the sexual sinners of this world, or with the covetous, or the extortioners, or idolaters, for then you'd have to leave the world. Verse 11. But as it is, I wrote to you not to associate with anyone who is called a brother, who is a sexual sinner, or covetous, or an idolater, or slanderer, or a drunkard, or an extortionist. Don't even eat with such a person. For what do I have to do with all this judging with those on the outside? Don't you judge those who are within? But those who are on the outside, God judges. Put away the wicked man from amongst yourselves, Paul says. Now, Paul here, first of all, was not talking to those who wanted to ignore this church problem. He's making it clear that we should not disassociate ourselves from unbelievers, otherwise we cannot carry out Christ's command to tell these people about the salvation of Christ. But we are to distance ourselves from the person who claims to be a Christian yet indulges in sins explicitly forbidden in Scripture, and then, even worse, rationalizes those actions. So by sinning, a person, he or she harms others for whom Christ died, and then dims the image of God in Himself. A church that includes greedy people and sexual sinners is hardly fit to be a light to the world. It is a distorting picture of Christ. It presents to the world something that's very different than what Christ wants presented. Instead of joining Christ's kingdom with its constant fight to replace darkness with light, it's adding to the darkness. Now, I realize when it comes to this passage, this is one of those passages that many of us just wish we could forget. We want to sweep it under the rug. And that's made quite obvious by the fact that so many of us try our best to get around it. This passage, you see, has two profound effects on all of our action. One, we cannot and are not to attempt to remove ourselves from the realm of the unredeemed. I know many of us try. I mean, many folks have attempted to close themselves off from all sinners and all evil as if they had a sin virus we might catch. And what they ultimately fail to do is close themselves off from the sinful and evil world. They just close themselves off from a whole lot of people who are lost and hurting. And even if we could succeed in this, we would only ultimately be rendering useless the Kingdom of God. Now, Many will attempt this path by ridding their lives of their TVs and newspapers, movies and every remnant of the world's trappings. And we will, in these situations, often claim, well, we're just doing it for our faith. But, gang, that's not faith, nor the separation that God requires. God calls for purity and holiness and sanctification in the midst of the world. I mean, am I to hide my light under a bushel basket, as Mark 4.21 says? Now, this doesn't mean that we are to participate in the works of the evil world, but we are not and cannot remove ourselves from the world. Secondly, we are indeed to judge those within the church. Now please take note of that. Now that doesn't mean to what we say, judge to condemnation, meaning I cannot and am not to damn an individual to hell, Uh, meaning that I cannot see a man's heart, only the manifestation of it. I can see only his actions. Yet indeed with a confession of faith, we know there must be a responsibility of faith. So we are told herein that we are not to keep company with those who claim to be reborn yet still present these worldly attributes. That's the line in the sand. That doesn't mean we're to shun them. It doesn't mean we are to treat them badly or refuse to greet them in Walmart. It means we are simply not to keep company with them. And this refers to all those who call themselves believers who are sexually immoral, covetous, idolaters, which means placing other things before God, abusive to others, like being a liar, or being a drunkard. While all of this, the important thing is that they still claim to be a child of God. We're not to even sit down to a meal with such people. We are to put those people away from us. I know that's not a popular idea today, it certainly isn't a popular church position by any means. Whole segments of the body of Christ today simply refuse this directive, write it off and have, even perhaps with the best of intentions, but still inadvertently helped many ultimately spend eternity in hell. And gang, that's not love, that's selfishness. It may be your idea of love, but it's not God's love. If I love you with God's love, I will always do everything in my power. Even better, I will execute everything in God's power to bring you to repentance and subsequent holiness. If that means telling you that you're wrong, that you're in sin, and you're failing in God's direction, indeed, I will do it.
0: That was a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson